What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Monday. It's Monday. We're back for another adventure in BTV land. Woo. Are you guys ready? No. Because we're about to go to Japan. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> now, we picked a couple of movies today that we're going to be watching in our segment. Well, in our, what we're calling this episode, and what we wanted to call it was, What, what the, the Fuck, fuck Japan? Japan? <laughs> Uh, but we ended up calling it What the Hell, Japan, because of iTunes. Yeah, fuck you, iTunes. Yeah, fuckish. No, I appreciate everything they do for us, but it just sucks. The censorship sucks. Why can't I cuss? Why can't I put my nipples on the internet? I don't <laughs> Jesus. know. Jesus. Well, I mean, you can. Do you I have can't. A, do you have some need to put your nipples up? Is that Who like doesn't? a- doesn't? <laughs> me? I don't, you know. <laughs> it's because you can. Who, so nobody you wants to see like... my hairy pepperonis. Like... No. <laughs> Pepperoni nips. Well, it's like, it's because you can, so you're just like, you have no urge to. I'm like, I can't without getting kicked off everything. So no, it's like... actually on Twitch, they won't like, I, they used to. I can scream. You can't show male nipples. Oh, so then you can't female either? There's guys that, that stream without their shirts, though, sometimes, and I don't think they're doing it legally. Oh. Well, or within their I want to stream without my service. shirt on. Can I do yeah. that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not, yeah. I don't know. Or nipple tape. There's some things that you just can't do on Twitch. Or just have, like, a cat wrapped around me. Like, <laughs> it's all meow Your breasticles. My breasticles. I have a cat yeah. just chilling. <laughs> That's pushing it, even, little on pause. <laughs> It's like, why'd you glue a cat to your chest? Speaking Reasons. of paws, don't do that. Okay, people? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't glue cats to you. It's mean. Uh, but yeah, so two of the movies that we're going to be watching in our What the f- Fart? What the Hell, Japan. <laughs> what the hell. Uh, is We're going to be talking about two movies, one of which is kind of different in tone than the other. Um, kind of? <laughs> one of them is kind of fun, Tarantino-esque adventure that's called Wild Zero. Some of you might be familiar with the band Guitar Wolf, uh, which is a famous Japanese punk rock band uh, that look and dress like greasers. They were very big in, in the 2000s, especially. But Wild Zero, we're going to be talking about that. And another movie that you probably haven't heard of called Crazy Lips. It's also another Japanese name that I didn't write down because I wasn't going to attempt to butcher its name. And I know this movie by the name Crazy Lips anyway. So so that's what you guys get. Yeah. So <laughs> how have you been, Brittany? How things? How are things? <laughs> things are good. <laughs> yeah? You doing yeah. all right? I'm doing great. <laughs> Did you do anything special this uh, past week? Uh, I went to Five Staff for Mouse's birthday. 
Oh yeah, died in the snow. That was like the first fucking snowstorm of the year. <laughs> Figures when we're driving out there. Yeah, what a like, great time! Thanks, Mouse. We're gonna die here, son of a bitch. And for all of those of you who think Arizona has no cold, mm, it snows here. It snows here. It's about two hours up north. Just two hours, guys. But the elevation is way higher. Way higher. You I think really- it's like five thousand. Or more? Yeah, it's over five. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't feel any difference, really. It just snows. Right. That's the difference. <laughs> well, did you have fun? Did you do anything oh, cool Oh, yeah, there? blast. Yeah, I love Flagstaff. Did you leave that night, or? Yeah, that oh, was the, that was the scary part. <laughs> like, getting, going there wasn't so bad. Like, until you get off the main roads and you go to, like, where, like, the their downtown area or whatever, it's not as maintained there when it snows, so right. it's really icy. So, as soon as we turned off, of, like, the main road, of course, like, my car hits, like, ice and start slipping and then, I, then i get nervous and well yeah i would too yeah and i'm like i'm not parking anywhere on the street so we need to find an underground parking garage or we're not parking here anywhere yeah. <laughs> and we do because there's one by where we're going so excuse me sir can i park in your garage yeah please thanks yeah. thanks um so that was fine like we got down there and then we just walked up we always go i like to go to the bar at the hotel monta vista mm-hmm. i love the bar there it's awesome they're really cool they have like metal bands and really good bands, punk bands that come through there all the time. But they have, you know, the jukebox and you can all kinds of music and pool tables and whatever. It's, it's real fucking chill. chill. Yeah. yeah. And the bartenders are always cool. That's cool. And the chick that was working that day was really awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah. We got shit housed and then went and got food and, uh, and drove home drunk. No. <laughs> In the no. snow. Why not? We chilled for a while and then. OK. Um, <laughs> I drove us back home. You hear that, so. kids? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Don't drive drunk. That was scary, though, because we tried to leave. We had, like, a really short window of no snow. And, of course, like, as soon as we get out of, like, the main, out of the town and get, like, onto the main highway, when it starts getting dark is when it starts fucking snowing, like, hard. Did it take about 45 minutes to get out of that? Oh, God. It took so long to get home. Yeah. (laughs) But but it wasn't snowing snowing all the way there. It didn't stop snowing until we were, like, I don't even, it was so far. Like, it snowed forever. Yeah. And, like, it was finally done by, like, right before Camp Verde. Okay. And so Camp just Verde north is of like, uh, not that far from here. <laughs> really? When I lived in Cave Creek, my buddy would come an hour away from the snow and we would be like, he'd bring back a whole like literal fucking truck full of oh, yeah. fucking snow and then we would have snowball fights in the middle of the street. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's cool, man. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, we did. It was I, a good time. I didn't, I didn't do all that much. I mean, I watched a couple of movies like Amazon, by the way, guys. I posted about this in the Do You Love Horror group on uh, Facebook, and I posted on the page and like a few other places. Uh, but there's like a ton of new movies that uh, Amazon just put up on their video, and some of these you can't even get. But in other region DVDs and Blu-rays and shit like that. And they actually have them up on Amazon right now. Like I watched Oily Maniac, which is another what the fuck movie. Um, what the fuck? I don't know what country you're from. What the fuck America? Yeah, I don't know which. It was no, it was it was from another country. I just don't know. I think it was like uh, the Beijing Man. Also, it's called that or something. The, the Amazing Beijing Man or something. Glorious. Uh, but yeah, man, that movie was fucking weird. It was about this guy who is has polio, so he uses those arm braces. Yeah. So he walks around. He works at a coconut oil factory, and apparently his bosses, his uncle works at this place, and so does he, and he sees, like, this scuffle in the office because they try to sell the 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 coconut oil company five years ago, but they never went through with it, and they want to get the same price that they were promised. And uh, they end up killing his his uncle ends up killing somebody and then gets executed. And then 
he falls in love with his I don't know. He calls him his uncle. It's not really his uncle. It's just like some guy he worked with that he called uncle because he was like, you know, you know, how that goes. But his daughter, he takes care of that girl and he falls in love with her. But she doesn't like him because, of course, he's got polio. So she's not into that. What a bitch. I know. Right. But she <laughs> she's in love with this other guy who Brown like your horizons whore. <laughs> long story short, guys, the guy t- buries himself in the center of his house. He digs a hole. And then submerges himself, says a prayer, and oil comes up and, like, submerges him in this oil. And then he turns into this fucking laughable Godzilla-like fucking creature. And then it starts fucking killing everybody. Uh, There's tons of uh, more rape in it. uh, So you might not want to watch that. But this is pretty old. This is 1975. So just be warned. Um, And then, uh, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. I watched that. I watched uh, Veronica, the guy that did record. Uh, that was pretty good. I was not as amazed. It wasn't no, it was no record. Like record to me is awesome. Like it's fucking amazing. Some people call it rec because it's R-E-C, but it means record. Because, yeah. Uh, so I don't know why people say that, but it's record, guys. Because everybody <laughs> wants to shorten everything. So. I guess. Well, it's because it's how it's spelled. It's spelled R-E-C, that's rec, right? I watched it. I liked it. It had some really unique stuff in it. I think you guys might like it. It's up on Netflix, so you can watch it for whatever your subscription is. So <laughs> it's like another sort of like possession sort of movie, and they do some different things in it that I thought was really unique. Some of the music was really different. Like they did like three different genres in it. Like what, at one point, I I'm listening to video drum notes of like movie from the video drum movie, which is pretty cool. And then the next thing, I'm listening to like '60s style fucking like theatrical music and then I'm listening to something completely different the next minute I'm like all over the place Neat. but I don't know I did that and I've also cleaned up my uh, studio a little bit quite a bit actually a little bit and I'm trying to replace the whole fucking thing and it's been fucking a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> my buddy came over to try to help me put like everything together his truck broke down so we couldn't get all the stuff oh. Oh, that's and then, why it's in your driveway. And then Patrick was supposed to come over, but apparently he backed into a car. I don't know if the car blew up or what, but he wasn't able to make it after that. Is he alive? He never really told me what happened. I just heard from somebody else. Yeah, he's alive, I <laughs> Patrick, think. Patrick, are you alive? I think he's badly burned, but he was able to make it to work the next day, so that's good. Oh, that's good. I hope you're alive, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Patrick, but fuck you! I was so mad. I was so sad that day. I was like, God damn it, all I want to do is get this goddamn thing done and I don't have any time. But uh, so it'll be ready soon. Which, by the way, guys, this week, just so you know, we are going to be doing just one more episode. <laughs> like, so you said two weeks ago. Well, just if I would have been able to get it done this week, I would have been able to fucking do it like regular. That's the thing. It sucks. Oh, fine. I'm sure everybody's okay. Um, And guys, by the way, if you don't already know, I might have meant we mentioned it last week, but we have brand new stickers from our friend at Jars from Mars. She makes handmade vinyl stickers and she's taken on our logo to sell and uh, basically split with us to help us out uh, to help keep the podcast running. Uh, There's sizes from three to ten inches. So they're really big. Like and they're like literally between like I think it's like three fifty and like six or, or seven seven bucks plus i think shipping is like cheap as fuck so but if you guys haven't already and you haven't gotten any shirts and you want to help out that's a way you can help out you don't have to but share it with somebody if you think they might other than that i think it might be that time Brittany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this mm. i know what it is <laughs> and it's like turning green oh it's that time Brittany. did you see it's all separated i see it it's like the whiskey's at the top it's percolating and with then, disgust oh, God. Horse shots!
All right, guys, so we're back. We're going to do our horror shots today, and obviously we're going to be doing one of the movies that we're going to be doing today. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm saying things twice, but it's okay. Brittany just laughs at me All and thinks it's so fucking easy. <laughs> anyway, so we figured we'd do the one from Wild Zero. We'd pick Wild Zero as our target for our horror shot this week. You should mix that. And we're going to be mixing some pretty interesting thing. Oh, it's mixed. Don't worry. No, you should like use I'll the stir frother. It. Uh, oh, I don't have that, so we'll just have to... We'll just have to do it. But get this, guys. In the movie Wild Zero, they say rock and roll over and over again. And it's like a theme. It's like it's a running theme. rock and roll will never die. Rock and roll is not just it's a way of life. And like <laughs> rock and roll like everywhere. It's the whole movie. It's, it's the theme it's of the movie. The running theme. So the we thought movie. since they do it and it's based around the band Guitar Wolf, it's kind of a double thing. Uh, so we're doing three ingredients. Uh, one of them being Evan Williams, because we figure, you know, whiskey is the choice of rock and roll. Whiskey is rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way it is. You can fight me if you don't agree. We also added three amigos tequila because there is three guys in the Guitar Wolf band. So you could just use regular tequila if you want. But if you want to be extra cool, try three amigos. <laughs> And God knows where you can get it. So Fuck good luck. Where do you even find that? I don't, it's, it's Patrick's, actually. <laughs> Patrick, where'd you get it? And then to be uh, borderline racist, uh, we use some Japanese melon. Hey, <laughs> I don't know we, if I should say we that. We didn't use sake, so there's that. <laughs> so, yeah, we, were, we didn't use sake, guys. But we, we figured we would use the Japanese melon, uh, which is a, a melon liqueur. It's like a green hue. And uh, drink this for you. So if you... Uh, it looks like... Uh, What's that shit called that you put in your antifreeze? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, we're gonna die. Before you take the shot, guys, don't forget. <clears throat> you gotta say... Rock and roll! <coughs> I think I spilled half of it on my boobs. Ooh. Ooh, that's uh, not pleasant. But maybe some forms of rock and roll aren't either. So that's why it tastes that way. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a really bit of not all right. <laughs> I don't even have anything to chase it down. Why is it minty? It's because it's a melon liqueur. Blah. Oh no. boy, that was disapprove. Milk was a bad choice. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> but if you would like to test your limits of upchuckedness, you can go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots and try a rock and roll right now. Rock and roll! Well, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to jump into our flesh and potatoes of what the, the fuck, fuck, Japan? Japan? Or what, what the, the hell, Japan? <laughs> Whatever. We'll secretly call it what the fuck, Japan. You guys know the truth, all right? You know the uncensored truth, okay? But we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes right now! guys we're back to do our flesh and potatoes of what the fuck japan and we mean that endearingly at half the way sort of sort of kind of partially yeah you'll see maybe so we figured we'd kick it off with the best movie of the two <laughs> sorry <laughs> which is none other than crazy lips from 2000 
The story of this wonderful movie that is a heartwarming tale of a Christian child who... No, I'm kidding. Uh, I I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The story is... It tells of a boy who disappears after becoming the prime suspect in the killing of a junior high school girl and a desperate attempt to find the boy and the real killer. The boy's mother and his two sisters enlist the help of a female psychic, but the psychic has some unsettling methods to crack the case, like summoning the headless ghost of a murder victim. Four, in fact. Four of them. (laughs) And then brutally fucking them all. (laughs) Like, Jesus. Oh, God. Anyway, so the director of this movie is Hiroshisa Sasaki. He has directed the sequel to this movie called Gore from Outer Space. He also did a short in the Tales of Terror from Tokyo and all over Japan, as well as a few others you may not have heard of. It's also by writer Hiroshi Takahashi, who did the Ringu series, a.k.a. The Ring, part one, two, and zero, he wrote. He also did some porn and Crow Zero (laughs) 2. He also did some porn and... He uh, is pretty popular for that. Yeah, he really did. Did he, though? Yeah. Um, Some of the cast members include Hitomi Miwa, who plays Satomi. She was in Jew on the Curse, Gore from Outer Space, which is the sequel of this movie. The Last Supper, Cayman Rider Kabuto, End Call, Evil Hospital, and Ultraman Geed. Also, it stars Kazuma Suzuki, which is Mikio, her brother. He was in Library Wars and also Ryui Kitamura, Heat After Dark movie. It's a, it's a pretty independent film. It's one of the early ones he did. Ryui Kitamura is the guy that did uh, the Clive Barker movie of... Midnight Meat Train, oh. which was a Clyde Barker story, but Ravi yeah. Kitamura finally came out and made the movie that was his first American release, and Lionsgate fucked him over. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, he also was in Sky High TV show in and Detroit Metal City. It also stars Ren Asugi, who plays the Colonel. He was in Fireworks, Audition, Don't Look Up, Full Metal Yakuza, and Ley Lines. He's been in, in uh, about 380-some films Jesus or roles. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, I've never seen anybody that many movies, dude. Uh, it's also starring Hiroshi Abe, who is Narimoto. He's one of the FBI people that make no sense why they're in this movie. Uh, he was in Godzilla 2000, Saga of the Phoenix, which I really want to see that movie, Moon Over Tau, which is a forgotten one that I almost forgot, and I remember not disliking it. Uh, he was also in the sequel for Gore from Outer Space. So I could continue on and tell you a lot of the different actors in this movie, but a lot of them didn't have pictures, so I didn't really feel right telling you who they were. If I didn't know exactly which characters they played, some of these didn't even have their names of the role. Like, I was so confused. So that tends to happen with some pretty independent films, uh, you know, because not everybody wants to keep up their IMDb. But Brittany. What did yes. you think of this wonderful adventure into sex, sadism, comedy, and fun? This is one of the greatest movies I've ever watched in my entire <laughs> life. I highly recommend that no one ever fucking watch it because I hated it. <laughs> I absolutely fucking hated it. Well, like, I will give you this. There are a couple moments where I did laugh my fucking ass off. Right. Okay. Because there are some redeem. And if they weren't for that, I would have fucking kicked you in the balls the second we got here for making me watch this shit. <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I haven't seen this in 10 years. So. Right. And I just, I, and I know you, I can almost like felt like when you, we rewatched this. That you were thinking about me. Oh, yeah. And about Brittany's going to fucking kill me. It's like, she's going to lay into me. Oh, yeah. Here we go. (laughs) 
fuck my life. <laughs> yeah, great. Can't wait for this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm glad that there were a couple redeeming quality. Hey, moments, we are but... reporters on the movies that we watch. Some good, some bad. They're not going to all be perfect. So we got to watch some of the most depraved shit. And we're going to watch some of the more mainstream shit. Yeah, too, but this so. wasn't like depraved in a good i mean depraved isn't necessarily good ever but right. this wasn't depraved in an acceptable way it was just depraved to be shocking yeah like strictly for some type of shock value that had no purpose and okay. you know how i feel about that kind of shit sure so I'm just we've like, we've talked oodles about it we have because <laughs> we've somehow managed to do a lot of movies with a lot of this yeah. type of subject matter it's starting to now make God sense damn. i'm like like i never really realized it before because i always looked at it as uh from the perspective of it's just a movie. Right. So I never really put myself in the shoes of somebody being like completely, utterly disgusted by it. Even though it doesn't make me feel comfortable, I always just kind of chalk it up to that. But. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, like when you watch something like I'm sitting there with my husband and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Watching this shit. And I can I know he's uncomfortable because I know oh, yeah. he's probably more uncomfortable than me sitting there watching it. And I can see him and out of the corner of my eye and he's just like, ugh. Well, I'm Fuck. glad that you don't blame me for these movies no. being made. I know, I, don't. I know you had nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I know. You just picked them. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's fine. And I was actually kind of excited because just reading the description for this movie, I was like, this sounds really interesting. Like, they're searching for their brother, trying to find their brother who supposedly, you know, decapitated four Japanese schoolgirls. Right. I'm like, I'm into it. There's going to be some ghosts and it's going to get weird and I'm super stoked, right? right? Not the kind of weird that I thought it was going to be. It just was fucking weird. Definitely not in the... Good weird. What the fuck, Japan? This is why we're calling this episode What the Fuck, Japan. <laughs> I can guarantee it because the second movie makes sense, at least. It's also yeah. fucking batshit, but like in a good way that works batshit. This movie just, no. Right. A whole bunch of fucking nope. And I don't know what was going on, like why there was characters, why people just let people enter their house unannounced and just walk in and right. it's not a big fucking deal. I like, can tell you why in a little bit. Is that a bit. thing in Japan? <laughs> no, no, I'll actually explain. There is, is there really? There's a lot of reasons for the things that happened in this movie that okay. I was a little caught off guard by that they actually thought about. But, you know, when I'm, you're when you're fine tuning and you're like going through the pages and then you're shooting the film, you're thinking about every second that right. goes by. So, I mean, well, it makes sense, but it's not my particular choice. I'm looking forward to that explanation. Okay. <laughs> well, do you, so what do you think? Why, why did it offend you without spoiling the necessary tidbits that, you know, can you just like elaborate on what it was that they did a lot of? And that's that I kind of think that the, you would like, not like. The entire movie is just a giant rape scene. Right. Okay. All of it. Like a good ninety percent, I would say, of this film. Is I would say it's unnecessary, fucking gratuitous rape scenes and gratuitous rape violence. Okay, and I don't understand why. Okay, so I just I felt like they had a cool idea for the story, and then they just were like, they got lost ten minutes into making it, and they're just like, let's make a porn. Okay, let's make a really raunchy, dirty, gross fucking porn, and then that's fine. Well, I want to. I don't want to adult. I don't want like you know ruin any of why they did it. So it's interesting to hear your opinion now. And I'm. I'm not saying that it's going to change your mind necessarily, but it'd be interesting to hear what you say. I have no problem when I explain it with sex and horror movies Mm -hmm. at all. Obviously, I want to do a fucking horror porn parody. Like, yeah, I think that's pretty fucked up. It's shit's amazing. <laughs> like it's so funny. But anyway, but there's di- there's a big fucking difference right. between that kind of shit and this. This is like snuff, smut, dirty. Not I don't know. It's right. not artistic to me, and it's not creative. It's just gross. 
Okay. So I don't know. Like I know people are gonna disagree with me, and I'm sure it's gonna be dudes. No, <laughs> they don't I disagree don't think with so. my opinion on it. But I know some girls that were talking about this movie. I was look, doing a little bit of research, I'm and sure they, they they liked it. Yeah, but, I'm sure you know. there. I'm sure there are, which is fine. If you like it, you like it. Like mm-hmm. I, if you like this, I'm not gonna hate you for it. Right. It's a lot opinion. of the reviews I saw like elsewhere. It was pretty interesting because I like I just like after I watch a movie, I love going to check out the reviews. I do too. I, it's just funny because sometimes I laugh and sometimes I'm like, "What? Shut the fuck up!" Oh, uh, well, I love when people suck some like suck a movie's dick. That's just like yeah. mediocre. Five out of five, and it's like, what? Why? What? How many movies have you seen? <laughs> right? Is this the only movie you've seen? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, get it. There was moving pictures on the screen. I could not believe my eyes. This is like a caveman. This is I remember like... reading comics my whole childhood, and then I realized that once I looked at the magic window of Crazy Lips. Just kidding. <laughs> I know, like I was, I was literally trying to like understand the 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 reasoning behind why anyone would give this movie like more a than great review. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, hang on, like I need to, I need to get into your mindset and like understand why you feel this way. And I just reading them, I'm all, what the? I'm kind of glad I did this one so I could hear your opinion first. You yeah. Because <laughs> it's so no, it's not that different. <laughs> I just wanted to pretend like it. I was going to say, I was like, I don't think, I feel like you're going to feel the same way as me. No, I mean, first of all. Not as angry about it as I was. To give you guys kind of a background on why I picked this, I literally physically own this on DVD. Uh, Part of the reason I picked this up, it was on a whim. It was many years ago. I used to, I used to shop for some weird oddities in motion, uh, Suncoast Motion, eh, Suncoast Motion Picture Company. They would have like DVDs. They'd be like $25, $30 sometimes like for a DVD, but they would have it and no one else would you know what i mean like you could order it online but this is before people really bought a lot of dvds online like there was like dvd shark or something like that like people got stuff on but it was very very small uh but i remember it i saw it maybe like 10 years ago this is the last time i watched this shit um i remember it being pretty depraved and super odd um pretty much that's about it i remember there was a a dead guy sex scene in it but i wasn't really familiar with all the 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 elements that were involved as in their relation to each other um i forgot about that uh but it's pretty fucked up and it has a lot of subversive and depraved scenes in it i think it would be more along the lines of sadism uh, the ugly truth of humans, essentially. Um, I felt kind of a little sigh of relief when I later found out about some of the wrongs the characters had done that kind of justified in some minute way all these acts that were happening to them. Because at first glance, you're just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. But then the people get into it and shit, and then they crave it. Like, it's sexual deviancy, but then they're like, all about it. Um... We can get into that a little bit more later, but on the surface, I feel like it was just a a mishmash of ideas thrown around kind of haphazardly into a movie, and it has a genre identity issue with itself a little bit because, and I'll explain more about this, but it just definitely came across as like it didn't know what it was. Like one moment, it was a comedy. One moment, it was a supernatural movie. The next minute, it was a fucking crime thriller, and then the next minute, it was like some fucking weird, like... I don't know like sex movie and then it was just like it just like bounced around so many different times I didn't know what to do so I wasn't completely enthralled by the movie but I mean if you've been collecting movies for as long as I have you start to collect and find some weird shit to kind of watch outside of your normal comfort zone because Mm -hmm. you kind of want to see the outer fringes of like how crazy does this really get 
You know what I mean? So in some of those movies in my collection, it's not like I go, oh, let's go watch Crazy Lips. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like, it's kind of, this movie kind of has that out of the comfort zone in spades sort of feel, Mm -hmm. you know? It's almost a test to the watcher's strength sometimes, um, but also kind of brings you back into a humorous tone. So you're just like, you're kind of like conflicted as to what the fuck you're feeling. Uh, Definitely not a film for just anyone though, or even a semi-casual horror fan. It's just fucked up and it doesn't really answer too many questions by the end of it. So other than pretty much just bad people do bad shit to other bad people with a lot of fucked up sex and death. And so I'd say if you're not a outer fringes kind of horror fan that are looking for some weird shit to just like freak your mind, then I would say don't, you know, watch this at your own risk. You know what I mean? Because it might offend you. It's a different time, though. You know, that's the thing, right? Like, this is from 2000. We we think that it's not that long ago, but a lot has changed. And in Japan, you know, 20 years ago almost now, there was a, you know, like, women have been trying to do, like, they used to have, like, what do they call them? Candy girl uh, uh, action films where women would, like, take over men and stuff like that because there's a power struggle between men and women mm-hmm. in Japan a little bit. And there's it's different than the United States or like Britain or something. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit of a different time. I think they were trying to dip into sadism a little bit more than they are. Although it is really hard to kind of like defend. Uh, <laughs> in some cases, you're just like, Jesus, I really don't want to watch that right now. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, if I wanted to defend it, if there was anybody that could defend it, it would just be, hey, we wanted to do really subversive, fucked up, sadist things because we're a low-budget film. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially the the whole thing. Pushing our creative limits. Right. Because we can. In order to stand <laughs> out because we don't have a lot of money, we got to push the limits. And that's essentially where horror thrives a little right. bit. So, But, yeah, I mean... So do you want to hear why a lot of these things uh, kind of happen, Brittany? I or do. Or do you have any other thoughts that you want to add to this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did watch a lot of the like making of and the behind the scenes stuff. Um, the behind the scenes stuff on the DVD was just like them showing them acting. It's not like how it was made, but the, it's called the making of. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, but the... <laughs> The idea came from the writer who was offered to do, a, like I said, a low budget film. So he felt that he would push the boundaries very far without any budget. You know, he wanted to go back to his roots, which was well, like independent styled movies to try to shock people to get their attention. Um, they wanted, you know, the people that wanted to make the movie wanted the ring because that guy's notorious for it because he wrote that and it's a huge hit. So he felt like he would try to do something like that, but he would go more of an independent film and try to do whatever the fuck he wanted um, with this film uh, to go as dark as he could. But with the budget, you know, like I said, they didn't really have like all access to like gore and all this other shit. Um, So he said that the, the ring was a little bit more about spiritualism and this was more about human ugly. Okay. So and not. Not necessarily about what's right or wrong, but more about the darkest side of people. So, makes sense. Like even the like if you if you realize in the beginning when all the like camera people, all the people that work for the news place, they're just like really nosy, breaking into people's houses, and like it's like everybody's out for themselves. Mm -hmm. So he actually went on to talk about this film, and he said that the the cruelty in the film because the guy kept 
like pinning him to the wall about the cruelty, you know, the cruelty in this movie. And he was a little bit more open about it than I, I'd say the director was. But he said that the they often referred to a popularized expression called Grand Guignol, which I'm not sure I'm saying 100% right, but it's G-U-I-G-N-O-L if you guys want to look it up. But Grand, as in grandiose, Grand Guignol. He says that it, you know, cruelty is a huge thing in France since the 19th century. And a lot of their plays contain really cruel things. And a lot of movies that they've made are extremely graphic and cruel as well. He said that he was influenced by movies like Eyes Without a Face or Les Trio Infernal, which he says embraces the ugliness of human nature perfectly and that he was like extremely fascinated by this so he said it influenced him and he further went on to say that those films extremely describe the ugly desires and crimes of humanity so he wanted to use that in this film because he thought it would sell it which i don't know how well it sold but (laughs) but i can understand why they would want to do things outside of the box Mm -hmm. so what do you think about that so far I mean, it makes sense how they're trying to kind of justify what they were doing. I'm not saying that it's right what they're putting on the screen necessarily. But again, I'm kind of in the middle where it's like it is just a movie. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't have to watch it again if I don't want to. Uh, I don't think it's out. The movie's not even that big to even make an impact on anything anyway. But yeah, it's not something I'm like, oh, yeah, let's let's watch some crazy lips. Although I was excited before I saw it. And then I was like, ooh, uh." fuck. And then I remember I was telling a couple of us like, if you like Wild Zero, you'll like it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to go back and tell him. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, no, my bad. Sorry. Sorry about that, dude. He watches it and is like, you're a fucking disgusting piece of shit. Fuck you, Alex. Yeah, I know. But forgive me, man. It's been 10 years. Uh. (laughs) Uh, the direct or the writer also said that most of the content is absolutely disgusting, and it had a hard time finding a production studio that would help fund it. I of bet. course, <laughs> uh, but he he said he's also a very dark and spiteful person about humans in general, and he thinks they're all fucked. So part of his reasoning was like to be show people as the way he sees them. Uh, he said it's unlike the director who is somewhat cheerful and happy and puts on like a happy tone and even in his erotic films. So, uh, which he said it was an odd mix for them to work together because they didn't, they didn't really like extremely butt heads creatively, but uh, you know, they both had to give and take what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying the whole thing, like who the fuck walks into somebody's house like that <laughs> like all day right there's a specific <laughs> scene where the police officer just walks the fuck in all the time right every t- every time he just wallets himself in the house right and then, like the camera people and shit too the news reporters and like, what in the fuck well they had an argument over the shoes because in japan it is you considered take your shoes off yeah it's yeah weird. even if you're if you if you walk into somebody's house with your shoes on it is you consider those people to be beneath you like beneath you like dogs like animals who don't deserve respect it's that serious although you know the youth is a little bit different nowadays but Mm -hmm. it is kind of a common thing but he said that him and the director had issues with that because he's more of a western director and that he tries to be more westernized and didn't think that they should have 
like like the writer wanted him to specifically walk in with his shoes on to show the disrespect but the director felt that that would get lost on western audiences and that it didn't matter but he thought it mattered Mm -hmm. so stuff like that little stuff like that he also said that he felt like the three the the three family the girls the mom the sister and the sister that they should have had a better description of their family and how fucked up they were already yeah because he said that it didn't really make a lot of sense it didn't so that could have made it a lot worse you know what i mean all this weird shit happening like why (laughs) he said that the 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 one sister that likes wants to fuck everybody was supposed to be even more like ridiculous than that like just yeah because she was like really chill in the beginning in the yeah beginning and then just kind of sad that her boyfriend like broke up with her and, and stuff and then and wouldn't have sex with her yeah and then all of a sudden she turned into the fucking uber bitch <laughs> like right slutty uber bitch and i'm like god what the <laughs> fuck happened to you but the director wanted a kind of an erotic movie so he was like already being hired to do sex movie anyway so when they hooked him up with him they had to go somewhere in the middle i guess so you know, the writer wanted horror and he wanted sex. So what meets in the middle, unfortunately, in that sadism yep. of any sort. So he just kind of wanted something original that hadn't been done before. And they tried to push the boundaries with a lot of that stuff. Again, I'm not justifying the the scenes, but the people that did have sex in the movie became kind of like they wanted sex all the time. Yeah, they were like crazed. Yeah, there was something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Um. They also focused on the uh, murder movies with a paranormal presence as well. So they kind of watched a lot of Mario Bava films. They watched like a bunch of different ghost movies, ghost story. Uh, There's a Japanese film called Ghost Story that they kind of focused on, too, in that. He also said that the cruel scenes apparently also wanted something sexual, too. So they had to go somewhere in between. And he kind of wanted to do all these different genres. So he wanted to do action and sex. So they would have action sex scenes. And so that's why it's like super uber physical, he said. I don't know. He was very unapologetic for about anything. Because yeah. you could tell that the interviewer was like, okay, so a lot of people think this is fucked up. What do you think? And he's just like, oh, I think I did a great job. Uh, it came out exactly how I wanted it. It's just like, like, and then the guy's like, yeah, but there was like some really heavy stuff in it. Did you feel like you should have uh, cut back on one thing or maybe done more of something else? He was like, yeah, no, it's actually a pretty perfect film. I wish I could have added this extra part in, though. Uh, you know, it would have been better if I could have added this extra anal rape. Right. Like, I'm like thinking to myself, like, damn, man. (laughs) But I mean, so much more. It is his art. So, I mean, I get it. He knew what he was going into. Standing by his shit. So good on him. But again, remember different times. It's 20 years ago. I'm not saying that rape was cool back then or anything like that, or even highly suggestive rape scenes, uh, even if it wasn't intended to be rape is still very tough for people these days versus back then. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, he also said that there were no restrictions on whatever he wanted to do. So the, per- the people that wanted to pay for the movie said, do whatever the fuck you like. Yeah. So he was like, let's push the fucking boundaries. But I don't think that this movie got the, the notoriety that they had expected from doing very crazy things in the first place. <laughs> but once you see it, you'll you'll probably never forget it, guys. <laughs> so this is true. So what are some of your favorite scenes, Brittany? When it ended. <laughs> The credits. The credits. Yeah. I loved the credits. Best part. <laughs> um. Well, uh, just anything. It could be your worst scenes or uh, we, we could talk about the big one. I actually, I love any scene with the FBI agents. <laughs> like, 
Oh yeah, they're ridiculous. They're what the so fuck is stupid. that? I Why are them. FBI agents in fucking Japan in the first place? I don't even place? care. I don't care. They Makes had no, no purpose. Sense. No fucking purpose at all. But they were great. And then the girl <laughs> speaks English. Very yeah yeah she does. She, she sings the national anthem at she one point. A, that was amazing, by the way. Like I loved it. I thought yeah, that was I was adorable. like, there's some deeper symbolism into this it right was now. Nuts. Like she's come, she's walking through the fucking woods trying to kill the psychic and her partner or whatever, and she's got this crazy sem- like was it semi-automatic fucking like she's got an assault rifle of some assault sort, rifle. Yeah. yeah, she's got this crazy fucking rifle, and she's just like so like waltzing through with her shitty blonde wig singing the national anthem and she's the only one that speaks english in the entire movie but she speaks it with like a weird japanese accent but she speaks english clearly yeah they still subtitle her yeah she I talks in english the whole time i think every scene with her she's speaking english yeah. they subtitle her though which i thought was really funny and i'm like okay. why you can understand her she's the only one she was hilarious yeah every that, scene with her in it i was like i love this yeah bitch. they were the they were the breath of fresh air a couple them. of times but even that got weird at it one was, point yeah, n- none of it made sense it was all fucking stupid but they were funny so any scene with them in it i was cracking up especially her yeah it took me a while she to was, really kind of find one that i liked but there was one scene where they're in the forest with her and the girl satomi she looks at this guy and she, you think that she's like doing some carry shit on him, and twist his head around in the park, but it's really the the spirits of the dead girls, yeah, causing him to twist his head around. That was cool. That was cool. Like I thought that was kind of an interesting. I almost forgot kill. about that. I liked any of the scenes where they gave her this cool power. Well, she like, didn't really have any power. She harnessed this, or she caused the she manipulated the spirits the ghost, yeah. to do it, or whatever. And right. I thought that was really cool, but she is the one that has the power to do that, and they barely touch on it. Yeah. And I'm like, they do this one crazy fucking scene, and then the whole time you're like, she can do this. Why is she not doing it? By the way, I forgot to mention I had Josh over <laughs> to watch, watch these it? with me. Gosh. Yeah, he watched both of these with me. What did Josh say? And uh, I was like, so you enjoying the movie? Pretty cool, huh? Like. <laughs> He was just like, uh, uh, like right in the middle of that what the fuck moment. Okay, guys, we're gonna like this is spoiler territory big time. Uh, yes, we're gonna talk about the dead fuck scene, which I have no problem with that kind of shit. (laughs) Oh, it's okay to rape a dead body, but not a live one. Okay, okay, go, Brittany. That's all. That's what I mean. I'm totally kidding. But like, um, (laughs) like necrophilia stuff or whatever. Like, totally cool. It's not cool, but like. That kind of shit doesn't really bother me as much. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I mean, uh, there's there's drag queens that I fucking love, like like the grungy, dirty drag, like Dragula drag queens. That mm-hmm. like one in particular, that one of her bits that she does is she dresses like, oh god, it's just fucking beautiful. I'm sorry, it's it's really cool. Um, but she she dresses in like this old time Marie Antoinette kind of looking. Okay, so she's got like the big crazy hair and the big poofy beautiful dress and shit, and she's like. She's using the oxygen tank, but it's not. It's not oxygen. It's uh like a Nova, not Novocaine. You know what I'm talking? Laughing gas. Yeah, nitrous. I think it's supposed nitrous to be nitrous oxide. or whatever that she's like inhaling, and she fucks a corpse, right? Like this corpse that's in this morgue. She's supposed to. I don't know if she works there. If this was maybe her husband yeah. or whatever the bit story behind it is, but it's this crazy fucking act that she does, and it's gross and it's weird, but it's cool. And there's a couple of books that uh, that I have that I've read that are about like 
they write about that and it's interesting so it, like that kind of shit doesn't really bother me because it's just like <laughs> it's just it's just kind of funny it like stupid. I no, know, no, no no it's not that I, it sounds stupid to me i don't care i don't give a shit like uh, but just like if you like if you're like well you know rape is kind of bad but necrophilia kind of cool <laughs> necrophilia i'm like yeah but you know because fucking a dead corpse is pretty fucking cool man right no I it's know, all mushy it, it it's kind totally of fine like, sounds totally contradictory but it's it's really not well <laughs> well so. let's tell them what exactly happens okay so and i don't think that i think that guy was dying he's not no no, no he dies he's completely. well not totally dead yet. oh no no he, he dies in the middle in the middle yeah well it's a movie <laughs> I mean, did you ever see? Did fucking you ever see Weekend at Bernie's? They fuck a dead corpse in that. Did they? Yeah, fuck yeah, they did. I don't remember that. His girlfriend comes in and she's like, "Oh man!" Oh yeah, on well, the fucking, I fucking love that movie. And they're all like, "Yeah, is everything okay? Uh, yeah, <laughs> things, things are good, right? Yeah, oh. You had a good time, huh?" The movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I watched it. I, I haven't watched it. that in so long. I love that fucking. Movie. I watched it just recently. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, like okay, so get this: Satomi is one of the daughters of. This mom, this other daughter, and her lived together. Their father died, right? He was executed? Yeah, he was... he's a killer, too? Yeah, he was, like, executed or something. I don't remember exactly how it went. Um, he was but, hanged. But it was just the three of them living together. Yes, that's right. He, he was, was hanged. hanged. So, basically, they hire this uh, psychic woman and her assistant, who's this male guy, Ugh. who is, like, super rapey. Gross. And, uh, basically... The mom has already had sex with the assistant because he's he forced himself her on her twice. But, like, well, she's they're flirting together at first and then he forces himself on her and then she wants nothing but him all the time. Um, and then the, the lady who's the psychic, they're like trying to play games with all the family members. They're like fucking with them. And there's a reason why they're doing this in some other really dark, fucked up way. And we'll tell you that at the very end. But. They also have sex with her sister. He rapes her sister, too, who is like a nympho. Mm -hmm. And at first, she's like being held down by the mom, the mom, and then has sex with her. And then she's into it. And then they grab her other sister, Satomi, and they're like having an argument or something with him. And that police officer comes in who's kind of a dick to them and won't help them figure out what's going on with whatever her brother or whatever who's missing. And so he comes in, starts yelling at him, and then joins in with the fucked up people. And then is just like, yeah, we're going to have sex with you. And then they, they, the mom and her sister hold her arms down. He starts having sex with her. And then they put a noose around the guy's neck, hang him from the ceiling like her father did. Like how her father died. Yeah, how yeah. her father died. And then pulls his pants down. He's still got an erection. They put her on the the body as he's dying. And here's her mom and her sister are forcing her on this dead guy as he's, di or as he's dying. And then eventually dies. And then the raper guy comes up behind her and starts fucking her in the ass. Yeah. And then she starts getting into it and grabbing onto the dead guy. And she's kind of like, they're like, don't be a prude. You know you want it. Her mom, of all people. Yeah, it was disgusting. Oh, my God, think, dude. Okay, so this, I'm going to not necessarily take back what I said, but like I said, I did say I don't necessarily have a problem with like necrophilia type 
stories or like whatever. Right? Sure, okay. But, like, this kind of shit, I'm just like, come on. Well, that was a bit much. I was like, it's, <laughs> come on. And it's a long <laughs> like, scene, guys. It's, it is long. It's, it's, it's uncomfortably it's like fucking 15, long. 15, 20 minutes of this. Like, it's never ending. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, Right. And my poor husband is sitting there like, fuck my life. Then like, then they chop up some other dead person and like in no, the bathroom, was, she's like, just like the sister's just all into it. It was the cop. Oh, they cut up the cop. Yeah, because they cut him up and then they dissolve him with this like acid. Right. But the whole family's in on it now. Yeah. But. It's the, the, yeah, it's the, the, and you're, the young you're sister just, and the mom like totally cut him up and then dissolve him in the bathtub. Yeah. And the girl that was like all against all this stuff happening is all of a sudden like all about it. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. Weird. Um, but in their in in the fairness of of the story, while you go on this about an hour journey up into this point, guys, <laughs> yeah, at least an hour, <laughs> you are like, what in the fuck am I watching? And you then find out about fifteen minutes at the end of the film that the brother was missing because the psychic already knew who the killers were who killed the four girls and it happens to be satomi her sister and her mother who also killed her father no the father was hanged by like the government or some shit right? oh that's he right was, okay like, a murderer too, but or he th- was just crazy but then you find out that the, the psychic and her assistant were playing them because they didn't know some for some reason i don't know and then, so they're torturing those people. <laughs> so lost. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. So fucking lost. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, in in a way, I'm not saying that, oh, well, it's okay they got raped. You know? <laughs> like, but, like, they're sadistic, fucked up people, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, like, the Satomi chick or whatever. Right. The good one. Or she's supposed to be the good one, like the young one that's lead- leading this whole search to try and find her brother. It's fucking her brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, my which God. Which I called it from the beginning. Yeah. I'm all, she's fucking him. That's why she cares so even much. Though that, <laughs> even though he knows. he's going to go that way. Yeah. And it fucking did. He was fucking her, his own sister, before before they were yeah. uh, actually killing people. Later, he says that they're not blood related. Yeah. Or whatever. But then, like, I'm going to watch. She's going to be pregnant. And then she's like, and I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Like, can we get any more soap opera documentary about this shit? Like, docudrama, whatever the fuck. Soap I know that they were just like, trying to make these the twists and on. turns and stuff. Yeah, but, well, I, like, I saw that one coming a mile away. And I was just like, it's already so fucking weird. Like, they're going to make it where she fucks him and then he's, she's pregnant or some shit. And then they're going to die. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Right, <laughs> I was yeah. like, go me. <laughs> Thanks, Japan. What the fuck? <laughs> like, and, then, and then you got FBI agents in there for good measure. Because, like, what? What the fuck? Dude, the se- the sequel to this deals with aliens and shit. I kind of want to watch like, it. Like, it's called Gore from Outer Space. I and didn't I, realize there was a sequel. Is I it know. Uh, I don't remember. I know that it deals with, like, a prison and UFOs. Is it actually gory? I don't remember. I don't remember it being Maybe. anywhere near as crazy as the first one, though. Oh. Well. But it had a bigger budget. And a lot of the same people are in it. Maybe there's actually gore. No. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Well, why give it that in the title? Stupid. I can't, it's been so Sorry. long, dude. I watched I it right it after I watched the first one. I'm going to see if I can find it, and then I want to watch it. <laughs> well, it's on, it's on, on on DVD. You can get it for um, on Amazon. Sweet. So, and by the way, guys, finding this movie, you're pretty much going to have to buy it on Amazon if you want it. I didn't uh, even... Oh, you like you have to buy it through Prime? You have to get a DVD or copy. Or actual DVD? Okay. DVD I copy. I like, it's not on there. Well, I let you see it. I let you use it, so... Yeah. Or, or get tainted by it <laughs> uh but Thanks, yeah Alex. 
Uh, I think that's pretty much all we really need to talk about. I mean, you kind of get the idea. I, if you haven't seen this movie, god damn, you're going to miss out on something. Yeah. Like, there is sanity. A, the end of it's actually kind of decent, a little bit. It gets fucking batshit. Like, redonkulous. Well, like, when they they bring the families of the girls that got decapitated, that they killed or whatever. They bring oh, the families in yeah. to the room, and then, like... They give them. They give them axes. the heads of the daughter of the kid, the kids, the Japanese schoolgirls oh, that yeah. were killed. They give them their heads, and then like they give them axes to kill and each other, bats and like metal fucking big ass like posts to chase after the sisters and the mom and the brother to right. kill them. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, like here that you shit go. got really cool though. And it got see, that's what I'm crazy. saying. Like they're all fucked up. It was interesting. like all of them are fucked up. Yeah, like it's just bad people. Everyone dies. Like, that's that's why I'm like everybody uh, except the one FBI dude and the psychic psychic chick. Yeah, they're the only ones make it out, but no one knows what happens to them or why they lived. But God, and then it man. just ends with like the colonel dude on the TV, and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> you will never see a movie like this. Oh, then they blow it up. Like what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Blow they, it up? Didn't they blow up the fucking city? I don't. Oh, at the very at end. At the very end, yeah, I'm just right. like, what the hell? They're like the colonel dudes. Like it, it failed. They failed or something like that, and they like fucking drop a bomb. Right. I'm, yeah. Sorry, she's I dead. ruined it for you guys, but I'm not. Trust me. There's still enough other crazy shit that goes on that I did not ruin. So yeah, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it really is. If you guys like weird movies, though, I mean, I I can't. You can't get too much weird. You can get weirder you than can this. Get weirder than this. But it is one of the. What did I just watch? It was yeah. It's confusing. It's the really confusing. What the fuck, Japan? That yeah, we were talking about. That's why we called this episode. That. <laughs> This is the movie. Yeah. For reason. Fuck. But Brittany did uh, research on uh, the other movie, the Wild Zero movie, so she's going to kick it off with that. We'll talk about that next. I did. All right, guys. So the next movie that we did is um, a much more interesting movie. You think? <laughs> I don't know. It, gets, it doesn't get much more interesting to watch this dude get fucked with his sister and mom. And I don't know. Pretty interesting. I'm not saying it's fun. I just, you know. You know, whatever. Butt stuff. <laughs> Uh, this movie is called Wild Zero, which was released in Japan in 1999 to the United States, I believe, in 2000 or 2001. Um, this movie is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but to give you a general idea of what it is about, aliens are invading the planet and turning humans into zombies. After saving his heroes, Guitar Wolf, from their manager and having the honor of becoming their blood brother, wannabe rocker Ace, finds himself caught up in the carnage. Oh, yeah. He didn't think he'd need Guitar Wolf's help quite so soon, though. Uh. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Drama, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> directed by Tetsuro Takuchi, um, who also did Guitar Wolf, Red Idol, and Florella, and Wild Zero. That's it. Okay. That's all he's done. Um, and it was also written by Tetsuro Takuchi. To, oh, Takuchi? Yeah, I'm saying that, right? Yeah, yeah. And Satoshi Takagi. Which this is the only thing that Satoshi wrote. Okay. So that was that was it for this guy. Um, it starred the band Guitar Wolf. So it had Guitar Wolf who played himself, Bass Wolf Bass who Wolf, plays yeah. himself, and Drum Wolf who plays yeah. 
himself. <laughs> so, so really, they took some time to think about that. They I really think. did. Yeah. They, 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 they mapped the shit out of that, and they were like, they were just ready. <laughs> um, it also stars Masashi Endo, who plays Ace, who is also in uh, Beast Wars Two, a movie called Nineteen, and Love Twisted, and a couple of other things here and there. Um, and also has ugh, Quancharu. Shitty Chai. Shitty Chai. <laughs> it looks like Shitty Chai. Oh, it does look like Shitty Chai. <laughs> Uh. But I'm not going to say Shitty Jai. Um, Quancharu Shitachai, who plays Tobio. This is the only movie Tobio, character, actor, whatever, Shitty Chai mm-hmm. was in. <laughs> so this is it. Which Alex pointed out that this is actually a transgendered actor, which I didn't catch. So I thought that was a really cool little fact. Um, Makoto Inamaya, who plays Captain who has the best wardrobe in this entire movie. Oh, God. <laughs> the short shorts guy? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. short shorts guy. He's also in uh, Zero Woman Returns, Silk, Rago, and this this one. Rago, the deep sea monster versus the battleship Yamato. Damn straight. Which I want to watch so bad. <laughs> it looks so excellent. So, Alex. Oh, yeah. I really, really don't care about your opinion <laughs> on this movie. Right, she's being honest. <laughs> No. <laughs> what did you think? Well, Brittany, since you asked, this movie to me is kind of like, it's like, guys, it's like a stylish, what the fuck, comic book, Tarantino-esque film with zombies, UFOs, rock and roll greaser dudes who play punk rock and lots of weird offbeat comedy thrown in. <laughs> uh, it pretty much what you expect from a Japanese flick. Pretty much, especially of these days uh, of the 90s and 2000. Like, it's pretty, pretty out there stuff. I like it, though. I, I mean, I think it, I was I was I've always been a fan of this movie for quite a long time. Uh, although watching it again this time, it was a little bit of a harder watch than normal. I don't know if it's because I've watched it too many times. I'm not really sure. It's but possible. it's not that I didn't like it. I still like it. It's like unique as fuck. Um but I think it's a movie that everybody should see. And if you like weird Japanese gore and comedy movies with like a lot of really crazy out there fucking characters, this is a good one. Plus, it's also blatantly non-homophobic comedy with a transgender star for the storyline. So not many movies out there like that, period. Yeah. I'd also say that this is spoiler stuff that I just told you, but it doesn't bother me whatsoever, so I could give two fucks. It also has one of the most brutal drinking games attached to it that I've ever played and probably will never attempt to play ever again. (laughs) True story. I wanted to elaborate for our listeners in case they're not aware, and I want to give you the idea, play this fucking game when you watch this movie. If I would have known it existed before I watched it, I would have done it while watching it, and I'm really sad that I didn't. So now I'm going to go back this weekend and watch it while I drink. Good luck. It's going to be great, and I'm excited. I wish you the best of luck. So this is the official Wild Zero drinking game, okay? You're going to take a drink anytime someone combs their hair. You're going to take a drink anytime someone else drinks. You're going to take a drink anytime someone says, rock and roll. Rock and roll. You're going to take a drink anytime someone's head explodes. Yeah. And you're going to take a drink anytime there is fire anywhere on the screen. Or explosions or, explosions. or anything. Yeah. Dude, it's anytime somebody cuts, combs their hair, says rock and roll. Like, what the that fuck? That happens a million times. So I got to tell you guys a story real quick. Because Brittany, <laughs> I didn't tell Brittany because I was like, I'm saving it for the show. I'm excited. Um, so this is uh, back in the days of the heydays of excess uh, for me. 
Uh, actually, yesterday. the very the very early starts of excess. Uh, nah, I've been pretty excessive for a long that was, time. That was last week. Don't lie to these nice people. But during the heat in the heyday of excess, I used to drink a whole lot, and I can <laughs> still drink quite a bit, but not as much as I used to. But let's just say I was not threatened by this movie, even though the rules were ridiculous, and I knew that we were going to be shit faced by the end of the movie. Well. So me and my friends bought a handle of vodka and a bunch of beers, even some whiskey, and sat down and we're like, fuck yeah, with some of my friends from back in Maryland who moved out here to go to school. They came up to my house and we all sat around, like I think it was like four or five of us, and we were like, fuck yeah, let's watch Wild Zero. It's got a fucking drinking game. We could do it. Woo! <laughs> Woo! And then uh, all dead now. literally, guys, I don't know where I blacked out, but we all simultaneously blacked out i'm not joking like i've i, I felt like we got like dildoed by a, a a ufo or something did you get fucked in the butt by a creepy asian guy i don't know about that but while I, you were fucking it, whoever guy? dildoed me i don't know who they are or if i got dildoed for that matter Sorry. but i will say <laughs> that seriously i woke up at the end of the credits and your pants looked, off. i literally looked around and everybody was in their spots but passed out drunk like and i was just like it was really surreal like i felt like that i had been abducted <laughs> and we all had been abducted and woke up from this like weird alien rape fantasy sweet like i don't know what happened but it was fucking that's crazy right like i could drink a lot man but we well, were just drinking so much well it's because you were mixing your your fucking alcohols for one and then you're probably taking full-on shots Every time, instead of you don't always do drinking games. Well, with shots. I I did kind of. Yeah, you I remember drink, I was you doing get like shots. a good st- strong drink, and then that's how you play your drinking. Game. We didn't you have enough beer, shot, shot, so shot, we were shot, like, shot, "What like, do we do?" I was like, "We'll just take a half a shot." Make a mixed drink. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you, <laughs> you crazy person? You know you what? Though lucky you didn't die. I know some motherfucker that's going to be listening to this fucking episode, and I guarantee I you, did it. It's going to be the Grave Plot Podcast, and they're going to be like, "Oh, I did it, bro, with fucking double shots, bro." <laughs> I did it. Those it was motherfuckers, fun. I Good swear for to God. You. Shit talking bastards that I love. Good for you. No, you didn't. <laughs> anyway. I challenge you to a duel. I'd love to see any of you guys actually play the oh, game. Oh, record it. And, and you're not even. I don't, I, I don't even remember. They tell you the like rules in the DVD. Yeah. I can't remember. It's out in the living room. I can't well, even fuck, tell. Why would there be rules? Those the rules. I those are the rules. The but that. But I'm just saying. I can't remember if it was in the DVD that it would tell you or it would tell. Just be prepared. There are multiple times where many of the things that are the rules that you drink to happen simultaneously. Yes, they do. So you're like many bam, times. bam, bam. So you just get a good, strong, stiff drink and just chug it. Dude, they shoot a zombie's head like five times one scene. In one scene. And then there's flames after it. It's so crazy. And at the very end, it's just like, boom, 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 And you're like, fuck, I quit. Rock and roll. They're like combing their hair, screaming rock and roll, flames go off, zombies' heads are blowing up, fucking UFOs are exploding, fucking people are just like screaming. It's fucking nuts, dude. You're going to puke. I'm telling you. You're all going to die. We gave you alcohol poisoning. Sorry about it. I want to know anybody else that has done it, so sound off. One of my buddies, Justin, who I- Yeah. One of my buttons came off of my pants when I watched it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, one of my buddies, uh, Justin, who is uh, also another horror aficionado that I knew from the Art Institute of Phoenix uh, in Northern Phoenix, actually goes to see this show uh, of Guitar Wolf 
all the Fuck time. Off, he's seen really? him three times. Are you serious? Yeah, he's and I think he saw him here twice and like once they somewhere else. They played here? Yes, twice. At least. I've seen Melt Banana here. Oh, and I well. bet you he knows who they are. Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. I've seen Melt Banana twice, actually. And I saw this that. other fucking band. I can't even remember. It's uh, fantastic. I can't even remember what they're called. I've seen a lot of Japanese bands, to I be am. honest. Like, I just want to see Dirt and Gray. <laughs> Where's Dirt and Gray? Why don't they ever play here? <laughs> like, <laughs> the few times they have, I've, like, missed it because I was, like, 12. So yeah. I couldn't go. But, you know, whatever. I, I kind of want to see. I'm like going to keep my eye out because I want to see this shit. Next time I go, I next, if they come through again, I'm going to go see him again because I heard he said Justin said that the show was amazing uh, and he he's never seen something like it. So I was like, OK, yeah, my, I was like, I'll go with you. He never responded back. I was like, maybe I'll take that as a hint. <laughs> he doesn't want you to go. <laughs> he's like, fuck this guy. I, you know, what's funny is like I didn't realize that it was an actual band like going into watching when you watched movie. it. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I had no fucking clue. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, no idea. I feel like they they acted pretty natural like they do on stage. Yeah, it's great. So Mouse just like pauses the movie and looks at me and he's just like, is this an actual band? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Maybe. It's because, why? because he goes, he's a guitar player. He goes, because they're yeah. actually playing their instruments right, correctly. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, I, they're actually playing their instruments correctly. So I, I figure they're probably an actual band. And so I look it up. And, well, yeah, they are. They're a fucking band. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They're actually playing bass and right. guitar and drums. Like, whereas, you know, everybody just fakes it. Um, so for those of you who aren't familiar, though, with this band, we give you a little bit of a breakdown. Okay. Just a little bit. A little bit. They are a Japanese garage rock power trio which was founded in Nagasaki, of all places, in 1987. And they've been going strong since 1987. It's pretty good. Um, the band is known for songs with piercing vocals and an extremely loud style of noise-influenced punk, which emphasizes heavy distortion and feedback, which annoys the motherfucking shit out of me. Yeah, the, the, the menu um, I can't. song was like really distorted. I fucking can't do it. And the whole time, anytime they did that in the film, I'm just like, fuck you <laughs> fuck you like if i if they do that shit at their shows like i'll probably jump on stage That's punk rock man kill them i don't care it's annoying hurts your ears <laughs> fuck you um they did coin the phrase jet rock and roll which they also use to actually describe their typical whatever music style okay so it's basically like an energetic cross between the ramones link ray rockabilly 77 punk and garage rock so it's yeah. pretty much just like a merging of different genres to create what they've done, which to me is just Japanese punk rock, like rockabilly. It's kind of on its own. It's not yeah, really well, they like... they dress like... Ro- they're like rockabilly. Rockabilly, they like rockabilly, but they don't sound like rockabilly, No, really. it's punk. Yeah. Like, they're punk, but they dress rockabilly, which... And I they call it rock and roll. Kind of weird, and they call it rock and roll, and I don't get it, but whatever. They're Japanese. They can do what they want. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck, um, Japan? What the fuck, Japan? <laughs> they are part of Sony Music Japan's key-owned records division. Oh, okay. Um, They have nine studio albums. That's insane. That were released internationally, and they have a live album, numerous singles, and a retrospective compilation called Golden Black. Um, they've been in two B-grade science fiction horror movies, obviously Wild Zero, and they are in another film called Sore Losers, but they're just credited as like random strangers huh. or some shit. Like they're, they're themselves. Like, I'll be in a movie again. They're themselves, but they're just like random crowd goers yeah. or some shit. Like, well, you're <laughs> never going to get two movies being the lead uh, fucking badasses. Band. Yeah, yeah like the on. lead badasses in band. Like, I mean, you're pushing it a little bit. Yeah, I was um, pushing it to do it once, to be yeah. honest. So they have a collection of their most popular videos and live performances they put into um, the DVD, which is titled Red Idol, 
which I talked about, the director of this movie is who directed Red Idol. Ah, for them being in it. For them, yeah. So, which I thought was pretty cool. Sad note, um, in March of 2005, the bassist and founding member Billy, who was Bass Wolf in the movie, actually passed away from a heart attack at the age of 38. Oh, damn. So, probably coke induced is going to be my guess. Uh, Who knows? Lots of drugs and rock and roll! (laughs) Um, sorry, I don't Jesus, mean to like. Yeah, no, I, just, I don't mean to like make light of it, but shit. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, but I mean, hey, that's the rock and roll life, it's the rock right? Rock and roll life. Yeah. You die young. You party hard. You die young. That's whiskey the rules. and drugs, bro. Whiskey, dick, and fucking whoa, whoa, vagina. Whoa. Wait, and why drugs. is it gonna be dick? Dick. I'm just saying. Uh, they did get a replacement, which his name is bassist Yuji. He's not a wolf anymore. He's just Yuji. That's what he gets. Oh, uh, that's fine. Well, yeah, he's you don't want to call him base wolf. Like he's not base wolf. Base wolf died, right, so they're yeah. gonna leave it alone. He's bassist Yuji. The curse of uh, generalizing names, right? I guess. So he became the permanent member of Guitar Wolf, and now he rounds out the trio, which is still said uh, Seji, 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 Guitar Wolf, Yuji, who's the new bass wolf, and Toru, who's drum wolf. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Well, well thank you for filling us in on all this, Brittany. Yeah, you're fucking If you guys welcome. would like to check out the Sony Entertainment to find out uh, any of their releases, oh, you can uh, find them on... It's Sony Music Japan's Kiyun Records division. You're welcome. Yeah. But you can probably find them on don't Spotify, know what it was guys. In America, I don't remember. Sony is one of the largest uh, dis- uh, digital distribution companies in the world. I'm pretty sure you can find it on streaming somewhere. But probably. if you like it, buy it. Their fucking music videos are all over YouTube because I watched a bunch of them. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just interested. <laughs> I don't want to see this. <laughs> so I checked it out. It was fun. So what other stuff do you have for this trivia? Um, my trivia says Tobio is Thai, by the way. Oh, well, maybe it is. I'm getting confused a little bit because I watched a lot of uh, Asian films this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm being serious. like, And I and I always do the IMDb thing and Wiki, Wikipedia and stuff. So they, even though the main cast of this film is Japanese... Um, with the exception of Tobio, who is played by a Thai actor. Okay. It was the movie was filmed in Thailand. Um, but they did voice dub over Tobio's character with, with a, a Japanese voice, actor. Yeah. yeah, with a female Japanese actor. Actress. Actress. Ha! Shut up. Suck it. Um but <laughs> the extras, which are primarily just zombies in this movie, were all Thai. Oh, okay. Um so Guitar Wolf does transfer many of their on stage antics into their on screen personas. The most notable is the constant hair combing. Yes. <laughs> and uh, no, Se- I remember that from Se- the drinking Seji's game. Seji's exaggerated beer drinking style, which I kind of love the fact that that's a thing. I don't remember <laughs> he does all his. the time. Like, I don't necessarily. I remember him drinking beers, but I don't really like remember being that notable. So now I want to. Oh, go he's back like and this, watch. like he's real just, serious. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, fucking cracks me up. God, he looks like so starstruck when he's in the audience. Though, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, daddy. Oh, with Ace? Yeah. Yeah, Ace is just like bucking, popping boners left and right over there. <laughs> um, the last little bit I had, there's not a whole lot of really good trivia or anything notably interesting. That's kind of why I wanted to talk about the actual band. Okay. More so than anything. But Guitar Wolf. Um, oh, it's Matador Records. There it is. I'm like, I knew I knew who it was in the United States that released their albums. Oh, they distributed it for But them? Matador okay. Records is the dis- um, distributing company for in the United States where you can get their albums. Okay. Um, but what says Planet of the Wolves is one of the biggest ones in the United States, which features the movie's title track, Wild Zero. Huh. Interesting. So it's one of their songs, too. <laughs> so obviously they were a big fan of the band. Yeah. 
Obviously. You don't make a movie about a band unless you're really into them, guy the way, guys. Yeah, it's just just great. a heads up. I and thought you might know. How this is mostly searched when people try and find this movie is Guitar Wolf movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah, I lo- so if you always forget, you can be like, it. Japanese band movie, and you probably will find it. Just literally, yeah, Japanese band movie, and it's probably going to pop up. Like, I, I didn't try searching it that way, but it should have. I bet you. But yeah, I was just like, and when you look up Guitar Wolf, it's one of the first things that pops up in the thing is Guitar Wolf movie. Right. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's, this was everything that I wanted in a fucking Japanese horror movie. Like, or not even it's necessarily a horror movie. It's probably like, like an action comedy. Horror action comedy, yeah. I guess. It's, I guess it's considered, I mean, you decide what's horror to you. It's Whatever you think is horror, you can call horror. It's I don't give a fuck. It's amazing, guys. But this movie was just fucking glorious. It was I loved hilarious. It. Absolutely fucking hilarious. It's not perfect, but it, no. it, 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 it it lost a little luster from when I last watched it, but I still love it. It's it's unique, and I'm glad I own it. I'm surprised it's not on Blu-ray, but I, I don't think they can even... Like, if you look at the quality of the movie, it's just like... It's really hard to like... You can tell that it's it's not shot like perfectly either. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> All I know is that I want my car to fucking light it. Like, they do some pretty cool CGI. I want fire to shoot out of my car. Right. Why does my that car not shoot That seems so fire? impractical. Right, it does. Is this only in Japan? They had it. They had it on the back of the motorcycle too. The motorcycle. Yeah, I was like, is this a is this a Japan thing? Yeah. No, it's a. It's and a, by the way, that kid cannot ride a fucking motorcycle to save his life. Like, oh, this had to have been the first time he's like ever ace. ridden a fucking motorcycle. Yeah. Like Ace, like he is just wobbly as fuck, like a baby deer, like on this motorcycle. Like, he's going so slow and looks so stupid like, the whole time. So we talk about some of our well, favorite we should scenes. Get him a scooter. Or- no. Or, well, we should tell them. First of all, guys, the story is essentially about Ace. Ace is this number one fan of Guitar Wolf. He idolizes them. He idolizes rock and roll. He lives and breathes the band like any fan who loves a band would. And more. <laughs> and so basically, he kind of happenstance falls into this meteorite that crashes on the planet. They don't really know much about it, but that's what causes the event. They don't talk about it. Yeah, they don't really <laughs> say all. what it is, but they do talk about the meteorite a bunch. Oh, the meteor. Yeah, but yeah. like all of a sudden there's aliens and Mouse is just like... What? There's yeah, aliens like, now? Does it like, matter, though? Why? And I'm like, they're what's making people zombies. And he's like, how do you know? And I'm like, I'm just guessing because they're here and they're zombies. Right. I don't fucking know. Yeah, pretty much. And he's like, they don't explain this. And I'm like, they've been talking about a meteor the whole time. And now people are zombies. That's why. Like, so, Well, basically what happens is, is Ace is bu- goes behind the, the stage while Guitar Wolf is trying to get their payment from the fucking club owner who is shysty as fuck and doesn't want to pay them. So they have like a like a gun like bat fight sort of. They're drawing their guns on each other and Ace is in the hallway anticipating walking in to talk to them and he overhears the the club owner say, You guys are washed up. Who do you think you gave you your start? And rock and roll's a joke. There's new music out now. You don't need you know, like it's time for new days and he was like he busts in, hits one of the guys, uh, or he opens the door, and he's like, "Rock and roll's not dead." Gets punched in the face and knocked out. <laughs> it was so but it's a diversion tactic so that Guitar Wolf can shoot the other guys. They shoot off the club owner's hands, fingers, fingers. is like two or three fingers, and then like whose he, head exploded? I don't know. One of the guys. No in the one room. knows whose head exploded. I mean, whose head was that? I don't know. Because it was like it was not just any some guy. random. It was just a random person that you don't see at any right. point until then, and then his head explodes, and you're like, who was? that so <laughs> so after this happens like guitar wolf the lead singer and guitar player he actually 
cuts his own hand and then cuts Ace's, Ace's hand and then bonds with him with their blood. So he's a blood brother now. Gives them this magical whistle, <laughs> whistle. by the way. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that's not rock and roll, bro. That's Jethro Tall. <laughs> <laughs> Whistles are not rock and roll. Uh, so, <laughs> that's Jethro I hope anybody knows what I'm talking about yeah. when I say that. I feel like Journey would hand out whistles. But like... <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. I don't know. It's so weird. But anyway, so the club owner's pissed because he lost his hands and his and his like companion or friend or whatever. Someone got their and head blown off. By the way, they're, they're, this fucking club owner has a wig on, like a bob cut from fucking the Beatles. The cut. It's, it's like, like a Beatles cut. And it's not his hair, by the way. And he also wears lady short shorts with lace up on the side. So they're almost like BDSM pants that they turned into shorts. It was like a dress and then it's so weird. He's amazing. And you see his fucking dick every five seconds. Oh, like he's it, great. It's pretty, uh, I don't know. It is pretty funny. His though. outfits are the best. Yeah, they are pretty. He's every fabulous. Every time he comes out, I'm just like, God damn, he's pretty fabulous. He is fabulous. <laughs> So anyway, so the the club owner tries to go chasing after the guitar guys, the guitar wolf band. And then, of course, Ace is riding on his bike, just like embracing that he actually met the band. And then they all sort of kind of meet up again and have this big showdown with UFOs. So, I mean, (laughs) there's all kinds of people. And then Ace realizes the girl that he saved that he's in love with has a dick. Right, and then he's trying to come to terms with the fact that he. That oh, you're just gonna lay dick. it out there like a dick, huh? Yeah, I am. I absolutely fucking am. Yeah, he falls in fuck. love with this girl, and this is one of my favorite scenes, by the way, guys, because uh, Brittany didn't ask. Oh, are you about to do the? Oh, yeah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you've made that very clear, Brittany. Thank you. Are you gonna? I'm say gonna the, care the, though. The okay. Good quote. People care about what I think, Brittany. Because I did love that part. <laughs> so we're guitar. Yeah, says I it, get to yeah. say me. Fuck you. Uh, so Ace. Fuck you. Goes to a gas station and he's just like a happy guy because he's just happy he met his favorite band. And uh, he sees this girl in this store and this other car of people of like two guys and one girl go to the store and he tries to go and rob the store with switchblades or butterfly knives. Ace opens the door, hits the guy in the face with the door again and then (laughs) yeah, accidentally fucking becomes the hero. And so the girl passed out when the guy ran in and then wakes up to him saying, hey, are you okay?" And then they instantly fall in love because they think that they're both attractive. And (laughs) and then you see like a little like cartoonish heart going around them. And he was like, hey, Ace, you know, Ace, number one, Ace, number one. (laughs) I fucking love it, dude. It's cute. That's adorable. (laughs) And then Tobio and them, you see the hearts around their faces. It's, Super cute. Yeah, it, it's very comic. So then later, do you discover that Tobio has a dick? Because <laughs> Tobio just like all of a sudden like takes off her clothes and just stands there. And well, Ace after is like, he has a bout of crying because he feels like he's a loser and he's been lying to himself this whole time. Right. It's like it's crazy. And then all of a sudden, it's just like naked, but you don't see anything. And then he looks down and he realizes he smiles. He's like Tobio. And then he slowly looks down. And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous." What I love is after this part, right? So he's trying to come to terms with the. I don't. Does he have a vision of Guitar Wolf or what? I don't remember how Guitar Wolf appears to him when he's like coming to. Terms oh, because with the him. zombies break in after that scene. So, anyways, he's trying to come to terms with 
the fact that the chick he loves has a penis. And he ends up having this, like, glorious vision of Guitar Wolf, like, appearing down out of nowhere. And he just yells to him, Love has no borders! Nationalities are genders! And then it's like, rock and roll! <laughs> like, after this, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then you hear a scream outside, and it's Tobio. Yeah, and then he Getting goes Getting attacked to... by zombies. Yep, and then he goes to rescue Tobio. Yeah, and that's when Guitar Wolf shows up, right? Super cute, yeah, and then Guitar Wolf eventually shows up. Well, why'd you give him a fucking whistle if that doesn't take you exactly where you are? Like, he gives him the whistle at one point, right? He blows the whistle. And Sorry, then... we're late. And then it takes him, like, 45 minutes to find him. Yeah. <laughs> why give him the whistle? <laughs> Sorry, we're late, bro. I'm like, you can hear it, but there's not an actual tracking device in that shit? I don't understand. <laughs> like, what's the point? Well, they were busy so, being badasses, This Brittany. movie, why, again, and this is just a super fun, excellent, what you expect out of a Japanese fucking horror well, Hold on, I'm not movie. done with my favorite scenes yet. But there's a couple. it has a good message to it, too. Yeah, it does. Which is what I liked. But there's a couple of really cool scenes that I really liked. Like, first of all, the C- you can tell it's CGI, guys. Yeah. But the CGI isn't too bad with the gore. Like, it's actually, I thought it was pretty, pretty well done for its time. Like, I was, like, kind of surprised by it. Um, one of the scenes, the lead guitar wolf guy holds up guitar picks like yes! in a cross, like like schnickety schnickety fucking Wolverine style, and then he like puts it down on his palm of his hand and he starts swiping it forward like he's like making throwing cards. Yeah, making it rain exactly, and he's like shooting hundreds of these picks at zombies' heads and they're just dying and falling around. Mouse lost his shit. I thought that was awesome. He I was, was like, laughing fuck yeah, so fucking hard. <laughs> like Mouse is just literally. Like, <laughs> like fucking dying. It was great. Um, I love that scene too. Yeah, that was a good one. Was, do you have? What about you? Do you have beautiful. another one? What What was with the fucking weird military chick? Oh, trying to fight. Yeah, they like. I don't understand her. What she, was her, pur- her purpose? She had all the guns. Right, but I mean, like, why? Why? Who was she? She was why just another character that just. She was the badass military so, chick. When she she's showering, right? And then she gets out of the shower because, like, she opened, well, all these zombies and shit are, like, in her house, right? And she's like, oh, fuck, they ripped all my clothes or whatever, right? Oh. Then she comes out in this fucking terrible, like, swimsuit. Bodysuit. Yeah, it's like something out of the 50s. It looks like a fucking couch from the 70s. Yeah, it's like a full bodysuit swimsuit with, like, a fucking collar. Yeah. And, like, and it's it- terrible, like, polyester y. Like, it looks like, it looks like it's upholstery. Right. Awful. And I love That's I loved, all she could find. I loved it. I was like, that's all you have in your wardrobe? Right. <laughs> like, that's not destroyed. Well, no, no, no. Like, she was in a house. She fuck? wasn't in her own. Oh, okay. Well, whoever's house you're in, like, She got that attacked was and they ripped her clothes that's off. That's all you could get. Fortunately. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's all you could find. Like, well, obviously, I understand why. They, she's supposed to be like a sex symbol character for the movie. Right. But she has a pancake for her butt. So I'm like, how is she a sex symbol? <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that, too. How? I didn't want to mention her it, but since you did. Her it. Yeah, like, since you brought it up. It looks like she's wearing a diaper because she doesn't have a butt and it's just all saggy. And well, give her some fucking underwear with some pads in it. Damn. <laughs> Help her out. <laughs> like She's adorable. Help her the fuck. She has great legs. Do you remember the part where the uh, the club owner, la- or I call Little Shorts? Little Shorts? <laughs> <laughs> little Shorts, he shoots. <laughs> little Shorts shoots. <laughs> Wait, this is actually a tongue twister, guys. Hold on. <laughs> Little Short shoots lasers out of his eyes, blowing up UFOs. Yeah, what the fuck was that? And then they blow him up with a rocket. That was kind of badass. That was cool, right? (laughs) This ridiculous excess shit, dude. So this is crazy. Excessive acting, excessive kills, excessive like like comedy, excessive like I don't know. Also, that other guy that's part of the the group that that tries to rob the store. 
that's kind of funny. That one guy is like uh, always getting hit by everybody. Oh my god, the cute little zombie love story between uh, the two of them. I yeah, loved his that. name is Toshi. That was adorable. Toshi always gets beat up in this movie. I don't remember the girl's name, but yeah, then they find each other when they're zombies. Hanako. Hanako. Yeah. yeah Hanako. Oh my god. Hanako. So cute. And they're like, why are they using that guy as a human shield? Doesn't he know he's dead? <laughs> Hanako. And he's like, why are you shooting your friend? That's not very nice. <laughs> so good, you guys. I don't want to ruin one of the bigger scenes at the no, very end. but there is not talk about it anymore. There is a cool thing that, that Guitar Wolf does at the end. But you guys should watch it if you haven't seen this. And by the way, guys, I really want to know. I, I was thinking about, like, because me and Brittany kind of have this, like, weird love for, like, Asian, weird, I like, Asian what movies. the fuck movies. I love Japanese horror movies. So we thought about doing, and I, I was, well, I didn't mention this to you, but I've I've thought about doing, maybe we do it uh, the week after or something, or just do it for a couple of weeks, you know, because I, I kind of am into it. I love Japanese horror movies. I feel like I never get to watch enough. I don't either. You know what I mean? I'm like, totally down. So if you guys would be interested, we could do that. We do have a special guest that's coming on who is the director of a horror documentary of the movie called the johnsons uh that we have been in touch with and that we are going to be watching the documentary and the movie and then also having an interview with her so if you get a chance you guys want to get a heads up on this it might be next week i'm not 100 percent sure we're still in communication about it so we'll let you know if it's not next week it'll be the week after um so be on the lookout for that we we actually i feel like we're getting exclusive uh a look at this documentary by the way before uh, a lot of other people she has been waiting to uh basically get the subtitles done and they just got done this last week Sweet. uh so i need to contact her uh and make sure we set this up guys so but yeah if you would like us to watch more asian films to give you kind of an idea of some movies that maybe you want to watch Ooh, or, or, or ones we haven't seen yeah or if you want to suggest ones yeah please let us out. know i have a shit ton that i want to show Brittany because like seriously what part of the thing i love about this show is showing other people movies that they haven't seen Mm-hmm. and uh especially the co-hosts like but i mean like i just like showing you guys like the ones that have been on the show i, I get excited about showing it uh stuff to you guys just to fuck with your face just to fuck with your face <laughs> now if you're gonna recommend a movie don't re- recommend tokyo gore please what we need to do before we go Brittany, is we need to talk about which one of these movies you love the most oh crazy lips <laughs> i don't believe you <laughs> at my, all it's my favorite <laughs> my pick no she's lying she's she's wild zero all the way oh fuck yeah <laughs> i would definitely agree with her wild zero is the better movie of the two but if you want to you know dig deep into the outer fringes of what the fuck crazy lips is there i mean i'm glad i'm not glad that's the wrong word it's like five bucks on amazon too by the way guys i don't hate that i had to watch that movie I'll say that. Amen. It was an experience. We, I want to see every fucking horror movie I can possibly yeah, find. It was an experience. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> so now Thanks. that that's over, let's move let's along. Let's move along. <laughs> move along, sir. Well, guys, thank you so much for stopping by this week. Don't forget, we do have the stickers out from Jars from Mars. We'll put a link below. Other than that, though... You guys rock. Thank you so much for all the support, all the shares, all the reviews you've been giving us on all the different uh, podcast hosting sites and even on iTunes. We really greatly appreciate it. If you enjoy what we do, let somebody know. But uh, other than that, take care, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Stay weird, monsters.
episode.